When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. It's a Friday, so we're dancing. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Folks, it's also Nerfy Fridays at BetMGM, Club BetMGM now. Uh, with a max stake of $50, you can also can enjoy Nerfy Fridays. To get this offer in three easy steps, opt into the promotion, place a no-run first-inning bet on any MLB game, bet no on the will-there-be-a-run-in-the-first-inning market. If your bet loses but only one run is scored during the first inning, you will receive a bonus bet equaling your stake up to 25 bucks. Bonus bet will be reflected once the wager is settled, available only on Fridays. Please make sure to read the full terms and conditions of this promotion before participating. So, Aaron, before we get to today's MLB card, uh, one more note that I want to make about Shohei Otani before we proceed to today's action. First off, uh, while he's still figuring out the whole surgery thing, he will continue to be the Angels' designated hitter, so we will see him at the plate, so that's good to see. And while some may still be bandying about the idea that maybe the AL MVP race is wide open again, or at least the door has a little crack in it where someone can kind of slip in, let me shut that door immediately for you. When you look at Fangraph's war, just offensively, don't look at anything else, just offensively, Shohei Otani not only leads the American League in this category, but he leads it running away. His Fangraph's war just at the plate alone is 6.3. Now, part of that is he has a pretty sizable home run lead, but Fangraph's war, which is a pretty good indicator as to who will win MVP honors, he's at 6.3. Second place, Bobby Witt Jr., 5.1. So Shohei Otani has more than one win of a lead than everyone else in the American League. And the fact that he's still going to be hitting leads me to believe that that lead should remain at one, maybe even grow by this point. Uh, Marcus Simeon for the Rangers, by the way, in third position at five wins above replacement. But Aaron, the, the whole thing, though, is, yeah, he's not pitching the rest of the season. That stinks. It will certainly affect uh, what kind of contract he's going to get, all that stuff. But the fact that he's still hitting leads me to believe that we're still going to be talking about him a lot. He could still very well win the home run race, and he should be the American League MVP. Well, that's got to be why he's going to continue to hit, right, despite that UCL tear is because he wants that award? Or is he just a great team player? Great team player, uh, you know, from by all accounts, he's certainly that way. But I yeah. think also, too, you know, not just also to win the award, but you can still make $400, $500 million by being a hitter. Now, I know he's not playing in the outfield or something like that, so you have to adjust it accordingly. But he can still get a massive payday if all he does the rest of his career is play DH. And let's mm -hmm. say he never pitches again. He's still insanely valuable for an upcoming ball club. So in that respect, I think still showcasing what he can do, the fact that he's still the home run leader, 
is also really interesting and he may also get that honor. He's a really competitive person and perhaps right. his competitive nature uh, may be why he tore his UCL. I don't know. Uh, but regardless, yeah. th- th- this is something where, you know, he still wants to go out there and play ball. You know, there's no reason just to shut it down just to do it. He's still, you know, going to make a massive, you know, amount of money. And so why not showcase to the Angels and other ball clubs what he's capable of doing? I guess, do you think he's going to shut down the pitching side of his career forever? Is that what you're alluding to? You think he needs to consider that this offseason? Like, just go with the hitting side and abandon the pitching. I like it from a fan perspective. It's kind of sad if we aren't <laughs> going to see him doing both anymore. Sure. And it, it would be his second Tommy John surgery if he goes that route. And the, the list is quite short when it comes to pitchers who have had a second Tommy John surgery and they've gone on to do great things. So in that respect, yeah, it's a big concern. Yeah. If anybody can do it, it would be Shohei Otani. Uh, you know, he's proven he's an outlier already in his uh, big league career. Yet at the same time, you know, what is longevity supposed to mean to him? I mean, I, I almost look at this more as a personal decision, I suppose, than what's good for baseball, what's good for the ball club that he's a part of. And so if to him he needs to be a two-way player, okay, well, as long as he can do it at a certain level, then that's fine. I would not be surprised if, say, he's starting fewer games and maybe he's playing more of a relief role when it comes to his pitching. I would, I probably think this is how it ends. Uh, you know, if you're just asking me right now that, yeah, he's still pitching, but just not near to the extent that he once did. But at the same time, if this is what he really wants to do and this is what he really wants to do is be a two-way player, then the ball club that he plays for will not be able to stop him because he pretty much has all the cards at this point. Is it difficult to continue hitting with the UCL tear? I mean, is there any risk to make things worse in this situation? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it says a lot about who he is and the team player he is and how much he loves the game. And it's very respectable, but at the same time, like, I don't know how many guys would, want to continue playing you know especially like given Mm -hmm. the situation that lies ahead of him he's gonna get paid no matter where he goes and hopefully has a really bright future ahead of him I think it would be easy for a lot of players to say you know what I am gonna shut it down and it it makes me respect Otani even more but I hope he doesn't risk anything more you know serious happening by continuing to play sure I don't know uh, what other things can happen to him if he continues to be a DH for the rest of the season and, you know, whatever next season looks like, you know, hard for me to say. But I will say that the drive that Shoei Otani has is something that I think very few of us can really relate to and understand. Because just to be a big league ball player, and, and Aaron, you have family who've, you know, made it to the show. The drive required to get to that point is unbelievable already and then you want to be historic and do something that almost no one has ever done before and do it at a level that no one has ever done it before that just requires a certain drive and dare I say insanity that I don't know if almost any of us can really relate to and 
perhaps it's one of those reasons why I go, if he can do it, or if anyone can do it, it would be him. I almost sort of fall yeah. back on that just because I, I have nothing like in my own experience or any other athletes or anything like that, that I can make as a fair comp or, or anything that I can relate to in any kind of way. I feel like I'm a really driven person, but I'm not Shohei Otani, not even close. And there are very few people who can relate to that drive in any way, shape, or form. It really makes you think when you look up the word unicorn, like it should be Shohei Otani mm -hmm. there. I mean, he is truly the definition of a unicorn with what he's been able to do and just seems like an all-around good guy. So hopefully uh, it all gets sorted out for him. I'm surprised that you wanted to start with Otani here and not rub it in the fact that the Rangers have lost seven straight. I thought you were going to use this as an opportunity to rub it into me that uh, the Rangers have gone on a slide. They were due, right? Like things were just going so mm -hmm. well for the Rangers for so long. And here they are. Um, they've lost seven straight. It's crazy. Now they're at the Twins. I got to say, time to get a W, fellas. Let's go. Um, so we've got Dunning on the mound for Texas. ERA is 319. Expected ERA 436. His ex-FIP is 428. Road ERA is 298. So I'm liking that. And then you've got Gray for the Twins. So he's got a 315 ERA. Expected ERA 373. XFIP 367. Not due for a lot of regression here. And he pitches very well at home. 323. But you look at Dunning and the fact that the Rangers have been on this slide. I think they're going to be motivated here. Rangers for first five on the run line will be my play in that one. Time to turn things around. So as I am looking at today's MLB card, I see that the Rangers have lost seven straight. And to me, it's <laughs> really important to emphasize here because the Rangers had a sizable division lead. Some of us on this show were so already sad. set to party out on the West Coast without other people being invited. That's what was going to happen. But now all of a sudden, the Astros and even the Mariners are very much in division contention. And the Rangers don't have the shortest odds here. It belongs to the Houston Astros. And certainly they have enough years of uh, winning uh, for that to be the case. And so that's kind of fun. Uh, you look no, at these pitching matchups. <laughs> fun for you. Misery for me. They're only a game up on the Mariners and Astros just knocking on the door there. And it's been that way all week. Terrified. This guy can't pitch anymore. There's no celebration on this end to speak of. I have to take some semblance of whatever I can get my hands on right now. That's why I'm surprised this wasn't the lead in headlines. I thought you would be enjoying this a little bit more, but maybe I had to just, you know, wait. We had to tease everyone along. You know, make them wait till about 1030 for this segment. You get to run yeah, exactly. in and gloat. Just make them wait and, you know, act like I forgot or something, like I'm not paying attention or whatever. But oh, <laughs> oh. you got to wake up pretty early in the morning to get one past this guy. Right? I have to wake up really early in the morning. That's why. Uh, don't actually have a play on this game, though. Uh, Sonny Gray, uh, you know, okay history against the Rangers. 337 StatCast, ex-WOBA allowed. 
uh, expected batting average of 245 allowed. So th- this is something where th- this could be a close game. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say, oh, they can, the Rangers can resoundingly end the losing streak right here, right now. I'd say this is one that should be at least close. So I don't have a play on this one. Uh, but I would like to talk about the Yankees and the Rays uh, in large part because I think Zach Eflin is due for some positive regression. And you see Garrett Cole on the bump for the Yankees, and some may feel well right away that, hey, this is the, the one space where you can back the Yankees. Well, the problem is uh, Rays are favorites here at minus 135, and I think Eflin if the positive regression does indeed showcase itself, especially with a total of seven for the full game here, this is something where Eflin can pull this off and go deep, especially with the Yankees just sputtering out of control at this point. So I think Rays minus 135, slightly expensive, but I think there's value there. Is there, I mean, seven, whenever I see a total of seven, I always just want to bet the over. It's mm-hmm. just so low. Mm-hmm. Right? Doesn't take much for that to, to hit, I guess. And it's at I minus know. 125 on BetMGM. So Gosh, that's it's a you gotta pay a price for it, but it is tempting mm-hmm. with these two teams. It, Seven is not a lot to ask. Right. The rays could go mm-hmm. off. It's possible. You know, I I, I do feel like we say all star young rays is closer. Oh, oh boy. Um, I would have to look that up. Uh, the Rays bullpen has not been its usual self. So, you know, in all seriousness, like the Rays bullpen, it's, it's not been in years past where it's been the best in baseball. So in that respect, if you believe that a couple of the Yankees power hitters can at least, you know, take the relievers deep, then maybe over seven is the play here. I, I, I wouldn't try and talk you out of it. Okay. Well, we heard yeah. the Orioles as we, uh, you know, opened up the segment. We got Kyle Freeland on the mound for the Rockies and then Irvin for the O's. Uh, these guys pretty similar in terms of their numbers. So I'm just, I decided I'm not going to fade Baltimore against the Rockies. This is not in Colorado. The Rockies have lost four in a <laughs> row. So it's Orioles first five run line for me. I'm going to back Irvin. Uh, his home ERA is 468, which is better than Kyle Friedland's road ERA of 540. I mean, all of Irvin's numbers are better and the Orioles are just all around the better team. So it's going to be a first five run line play on Baltimore for me here in this matchup. Good stuff. Good stuff. Cubs and pirates, uh, rather close outing here, but not, not too often uh, from here on out. I think, will you get minus minus one fifteen for Chicago against the pirates? Even if Mitch Keller is a solid pitcher due for some positive regression, I think we've seen enough examples of the Cubs offense for them to just light up nearly anybody. Uh, With a total of nine, I think that almost uh, backs up that idea. But I think Cubs full game at minus 115, that's one that I like a good bit. So Chicago's still very much in the postseason mix. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, let's go or hell no, right here on the BetQL Network.